Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. It's Jay. It's Welly Fonzarelli. Welly, what do we do right now? Talk shit. And get right to it. Yes, sir. And you heard about the uh, the Gold DJ Awards? You know anything about that? I've I seen something about it on social media, but I, I don't know anything about the Go DJ Awards. The Go DJ Awards is basically where your, your Houston elitists get together and rub each other, you know, pat each other on the back for a mediocre job done and just basically kiss each other's ass. It's kind of like the Oscars, but it's... Yeah. It, it's the local Oscars. It's the local the Oscars. Lo- the local black Oscars. No, but you know, just to be real, I mean, it, it's cool. It's it's good that Houston has something that, you know, where they can get together. Because it, it, I want to say, I can't remember, but that's the time when uh when Trey punched Mike Jones. Remember that shit that happened a while back? Nope. When Trey, yeah, when Trey had punched Mike Jones this shit at that, uh, at that shit like seven years ago. And, well, when Mike Jones was hot. Yeah, okay. And, About seven uh, years ago. Yeah, I was like, so, yeah, maybe 15. But that shit was just, it's, it's basically, bottom line, it's just an award show where they get together. And, and to me, it's just like, if you're not a part of that that group, then you probably not going to get recognized. You know, because I think it's a bunch of uh, H-Town talent that's still out there that's not getting recognized because they're not affiliated with so-and-so or such and such. And if you ain't... I guess paying ninety seven nine to to play your shit. That's what I was gonna say. I'm not gonna say who so and so and such and such is because so and so and such and such might send somebody to see me. Oh okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they were talking about it on the radio, and uh, they were talking about how um, Jay Jay Prince got out there with us. Sylvester Turner was like, uh, he hip hop wouldn't be anything without H Town. He basically said something about hip hop would be like a horse with three legs. You know, without age time, and I sat there. I thought about. It. I was like, man, that's a, that's a, that's a. Again, that's a cocky statement. But at the end of the day, age time has does have its influence on the rap game. I Absolutely. mean, the south, the south in total. It's sad to see that age time has gotten so far away from the formula. Like, if you listen to a lot of the up and coming artists now, that's in Houston. I'm talking about like Fresh New, Not Your Slump Thug, Your Zero, Your Kiki, Your Paul Wall. These cats that's coming up now, they sound like they from Atlanta or they from Florida or somewhere. They just don't it's, like. It's a lot of young thug clones running. Yeah, around. you know, and it's like I was listening to. I was on when I was, I didn't know that uh, Trill Sammy was from here. I, oh I, yeah. I forgot the song he sang. But, but see, the only reason I knew Trill Sammy was from here because I I followed DJ Mr. Rogers and so I seen him promoting Trill Sammy. So that's that's the only reason I would have known. Okay. Honestly, I thought he was one of them racial rumor guys. You know what I'm saying? I, it, I really like. Did. If I wouldn't have known, if I wouldn't have just been like affiliated with certain people, I would have known. I would have known Kirk Cobain was from here. Like, I mean, he tries to sound like he's from Houston, but for the most part, like his signature sound, it's not an H Town sound to me. He sounds like somebody that's trying to sound like he's from H Town. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like the Sosa Twins, them cats don't sound like you know. To me, they don't sound like they're from Houston. To me, the Sosa Twins sounds like the teacher from Charlie Brown. That would always go. That's what they sound like. They, to they, me. they, they, they have a a very unique style that I'm not very fond of, but at the same time, it seems to be working. And but also, it's catchy. I'm not gonna say, sit here and say, yeah. I every time the the social twins come on, I, I no, they have catchy songs. I, I, yeah, and that's what hip hop is today nowadays. It's it's a catchy song. It's it's you don't have to have. Uh, a, a lot of substance as long as I can play it in the club and I can get, get these females moving. That, that repetitive chorus is killing. Yeah, man. That repetitive, I got the keys, the keys, the keys. <sighs> but at the end of the day, the, the, thing, the thing that I like about that song so much is that when that song comes on, even females, no matter who you are, everybody's saying Jay-Z killed it. Nobody's even paying attention to, uh, to the hook, really. Speaking, speaking of that, let's take it back. Um, Jay-Z featuring UGK Big Pimpin', who made that song song hot? From your perspective, being being that you're from Chicago, I, you we get a different perspective than you know if I, if anybody from the South you talk to, they're gonna say, oh yeah, definitely UGK made that song hot. UGK I'm gonna made say it pimp. Hot. Period. I'm gonna say pimp C. Period. I mean, his the way he the way he this the swag the way he approached the mic the way he approached that song he took to me he took it. 
I mean, he he gave you that flavor that was definitely represented, like that represented Ace Town at the time. Mm-hmm. And Bun B, being as lyrical as he is, he he didn't he he was being himself. But no matter what anybody says to me, yeah, UGK made that song, but Pimp C was the highlight of that show. Yeah, you know, it was just. But that song is is that's that's to me that's Ace Town. You know, like you could collab with somebody, you still have your flavor, you still come on it. And your swag is still going to be shown. You're not trying to be like them. You're yeah. being yourself. I don't hear that anymore. I mean, the last time we heard that was probably when Camille was, you know, doing this thing. But now it's like you get a you get you get these new H Town dudes on a song with these Atlanta dudes. They all sound the same. Yeah, but I, I think I think Paul Wall's always kept his sound. Yeah, Paul Wall. Def- yeah, definitely. It, it may not have, have transcended time, like but like because like swinging in the rain. That sounds that's like H-Town. Yeah, that's H-Town. That's that's H Town, but and, it also sounds like two thousand. Yeah, and that's why it never broke mainstream. It never it never got that hot, you know. And, and that's just the reality of it. And it's understandable that the whole point of these a lot of these cats getting out there, jumping out there, they wanna they wanna make nationwide hits. That's fair. But to me, it's crazy that they're not capable of making these nationwide hits anymore when other people have have taken your style. Like I love Big Creek. But at the same time, Big Crit not from here, but he has that PMC type of swag, and he's 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 successful outside still. Yeah, it's like it's kind of weird. I'm like, if somebody that rap just like Big Crit was in Houston, would they be successful? Is this, is it something about this market? I don't, I don't I don't think I don't think if somebody rap like Crit, they would be successful in Houston because Houston Crit to me does does the conscious rap exactly. Yeah, that's true. And we don't get a lot of conscious rap in Houston we, anymore. We don't. We don't. So it's like, like I mean, Slim will talk about cars and stuff like this, and Paul Wall talks about the swing, the slabs, and everything like mm-hmm. this. But I mean, Scarface ain't putting out records no more. No, he not. He's not. He ain't. So it's kind of like, he where won't. where do you get that conscious rap? I mean, and Bun B, he'll make an anthem, but you know, it's That's not all. it's not consistent. You know, I've never been the biggest Bun B fan. I always respected him, respected him as a lyricist, but I never was the biggest Bun B fan. Uh, when it came, when I, when I when I was coming up and I was doing my thing, even though I was listening to people outside, like I I, I definitely had like a like a top two, top three albums that like for me it was like man why are these niggas not big on the mainstream level with these with these records they're putting out like for me I think one of the first ones that I kept in rotation was Get Your Mind Correct, Color Change Your Click. Yeah. Like people don't understand where. Millionaire Paul Wall, fifty fifty twin them, where they came from, bro. You don't you don't know about Paul Wall wearing the do rag. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't understand how raw them niggas were, and they literally was like college age, and they kept the H town, and it, even though they kept the H town, you could tell that the music they was putting out, if the world would have got a hold of it, at that time, I think they would have loved it. Yeah, and I think I think. The world got a hold of it. I mean, the nation got a hold of it. Like, niggas like Jay-Z heard it. Niggas like, you know, Snoop was hearing it. And niggas was borrowing from it. Like, like even David Banner, you know, even took a little of the, of the flavor that he heard. And they just screwing their music and shit. Like, they was taken from it. But it was almost like the Houston niggas was just okay with him doing it. Because it was like they just wanted to be accepted. And I kind of understand that. You know, like, it, it is what it is. But I think... 04, 05, when that shit was like blowing up, I think I think the Houston artists should have been way more aggressive about keeping it in house and saying, man, you borrowed from us, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta come, come through us. us. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, and they wasn't doing that. They was like being like, that's one thing I've I've noticed about Houston culture. It's almost like it started off as you know, it was let's just say. For the most part, when you when people think about H Town outside of horses and cowboy hats, they think about Drake. Dog, they let the the nation bastardize Drake to the point where Justin Bieber is more known for Drake than an H Town artist. Lil Wayne is more known for Drake than an H Town artist. That's not a Louisiana thing. Future. Not a Louisiana. That's if not you really want to be real, it's it's it was a it's a California and Texas thing. If you really want to be real, you really want to. Get you want to take it all the way, all the way to yeah. the basics. Why is it that you let some and, 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 and drink ain't something to be proud of? But at the same time, drink moving slow, the slow down music 
that slow was loud bangers all in my trunk, trunk full of funk. I say, don't make Come me get on, into man. it, man. It's like it's like it's just gone, Bruh, You you see you see these you see videos now with the slow moving cars and and the way the way cats is just like they literally just lit artists outside of Texas just rape the culture and nobody said nothing. Nobody said nothing that 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 made a sound that an ant couldn't make. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's no it, it's I feel like there's there's no accountability for the fact that niggas just took H Town culture. Another uh album that I that, that kinda that I kept the rotation was same thing different day. That was Trey's album. A lot of people that was a four disc album, bro. <laughs> that nigga was. You put in some work. Man, that nigga was. And, and like Trey, I can't listen to Trey now. I can't listen to Trey now because it's just like I kind of feel like it's just got repetitive over time. That, that that grand hustle Trey is a different Trey. Yeah, it's just it's not the Trey I'm used to. I was so used to A B N Trey, fucking with Roe, being a South Side nigga, and not just, caring, not, and just putting out. That nigga was his music was real conscious. And at the end of the day, it it lets you know that yeah, I can I can have an H Town sound, but at the same time, this shit can transcend genres like a motherfucker. Trey for me was one of the few artists that I knew that can break barriers mm-hmm. with no issue. And it was like, damn, that nigga. I mean, he's with Grand Hustle because he is that good. Yeah, you know, in my opinion, I kept that in rotation because it always let me know I don't have to. I can sound this way. And I don't gotta sound that way. Like Trey can still put out a street anthem, but at the same time pull out some metal, pull out some melancholy type shit that was like, man, that was heartbreaking. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like Trey has a lot of fucking hits locally. You know, I don't, I can't, I stopped paying attention to what a lot of niggas did on on the mainstream level. But at the end of the day, Trey had locally has a lot of fucking hits. I know once that shit happened with Mike Jones and that shit happened with uh, what was that that Nate? Yeah. And I guess it got her fired or whatever. Her fired and him banned. Him banned, yeah. I, and then them having to make up a whole nother radio station just so they could give him some airplay. That's how powerful the dude is. But and then of course he has trade day this weekend. Matter of fact, oh yeah, sure. Because I want to say his his son's birthday is a day after mine's. So, oh really? Yeah, I think because my son's twenty first. I think his son's birthday twenty second. And I, I think that's when he does it. He does it on his son's birthday. I want to say his son. Uh, I don't know. But he used to that was that was another cool thing to me because like inside his artwork like he always would let you know like this is all about my son like he wasn't one of them niggas I was out there had to have a bunch of chains on he wasn't no stunting type nigga and for me I didn't know that that existed in H Town I thought everybody in H Town just was all grilled up slapped out and like for me like when I saw him it was just it was more he he was like that. But it was a more humble way. Yeah. It was like he was going to have an all black on, one slab behind him, one chain on, and it was cool. The rest of the niggas had 18 slabs behind him, 15 chains on, and grilled up. They was they was, they was was too extra for me. They was too much for me. Uh, the, the, cool, the cool thing I like about Trey was he's so down to earth. When they had All-Star Weekend here, I don't know how many, however many years ago, um... Messing with Eddie Briscoe, we ended up linking up with Trey. We Eddie Briscoe and one of his friends from college. So we linked up with Trey going in the warehouse live, right? So, you know, first time, Trey just met us about five, six of us deep. He just met us, you know. So, dude, come back. He's like, all right, you know, I got the armbands. You know, here's everybody gets armbands. So, you know, us six, we just rolled up. They didn't know we were supposed to be there. And Trey was like, oh, you need armbands for them. The guy said, well, you know, oh, well, I ain't expecting them. I ain't, they, they're not going to get armbands. Trey said, they can't get armbands. I'm not coming in. Damn. He knew me for ten minutes, and and it's gonna and finna get his walkthrough money up, cause I can't get in. Damn. So they was like, oh well, if you're not coming, oh, we gonna we gonna you know get you get get you these. And I was like, oh Trey, you don't you don't know me, like you. I right, did cool, hey y'all, whatever. But it's like, no, nah, if if they don't get in, if they don't get in, I'm not coming in. And I, I mean, I think that's something you gotta respect, especially from local artists, like. You know, looking out for your people. Like even if it's just us six, and that story doesn't get out anywhere, you know, that's that's you being the, the hometown hero, basically. Damn, that's real shit. I mean, it, it's believable too. Uh, I'll tell you a story about Andre Johnson getting me into the strip club too, but that's that's for another oh, okay, time. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's for another time. Yeah, I think I think the, the I'm, last album. I'm low key a star in this city too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's it. 
I think when a lot of that shit was popping off, I was I was literally like I was off the scene tough then. Like when when H Town was hot as far as rap went, I was I wasn't on the scene at all. I was I was working, shit, but just doing my thing in the in the background. But like I felt like I didn't get on the scene and really start observing H Town until like maybe four or five years ago. Just to be real, mm-hmm. uh, I guess that's why I was just in the house listening to so much music and dissecting it and and and, and realizing okay, I like this, I don't like this, and. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard of Devin Dude uh, Waiting yeah. wait to Inhale. Mm-hmm. Dog, I fucking love that album. <laughs> I still listen to that album to this day. Dog, that album, that album was the shit. And I put that on my on my top three. And I know a lot of people probably be sitting there like, oh, I don't I don't really remember anything from there. But I'm not I don't have I, you know me, I'm not I don't be quoting lyrics and shit like that. But I remember listening to that nigga album and thinking to myself, this nigga made a whole album about basically just smoking weed and getting oh, yeah. high. Oh, yeah. But it was dope as fuck because the nigga, the way, the, he's, he's lyrically blessed. And the fact that his talent was so unique, Dr. Dre had to come get him. Mm-hmm. It, I just was like, okay, this nigga right here, like, I got to fuck with him. And I even I even dug him deeper and, like, was listening to some of his Coffee Brothers shit. And I'm like, this nigga's one of them type of dudes that he could go anywhere and you're going to know, okay, this nigga, I, I, I don't know exactly where this nigga from, but that nigga not from here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, you know, that's that's just how he had. But I listen to him like, that's an H-Town nigga right there. Like, that's 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 rap a lot of feeling because that nigga's style is real special. So I, I, I just feel like those three albums right there. And then, and then once again, he's one of those dudes, you see him, he ain't finna had a chain on, be all grilled out. He's just a humble dude. And you could tell that he respects the art form of rap. And I feel like, when you get those three, to them three dudes, you see a different aspect of Houston. You see, you, you get those three albums, and you can really from those three albums, you you can kind of be like, yeah, I, I kind of understand Houston now. It ain't just it ain't just cowboy hats, niggas riding on horses. It's it's so much more to it. It's, it's the niggas out here actually going through shit. Niggas out here trying to shine, mm-hmm. but niggas out here going through shit. Niggas out here getting extra high every day. Niggas out here sipping drink. But niggas out here, you know, messing with these females. It's so much more to H Town than was than was being shown. Especially when I was looking at that uh that love and hip hop Houston shit. Like, this is a new generation. Like, I don't know anything about just Britney or and, you know the the Sauce Twins like that, but yeah. the fact I I personally believe that the artists that I talk about, if they were to have a reality show, I think it would have been a lot more laid back. And I think that representation of Houston it's the representation of Houston I'm always gonna appreciate because I think it was it it wasn't it wasn't too much. I think like today dog, like I don't know what's going on in Houston, bro. Be honest with you. No, like I don't I don't know who who's who's popping right now. Like I I run in the bun B at H E B. Like like that's, that's the Houston that I live in now. That's crazy though. I mean yeah. he, I mean he does teach at Rice. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, man, like when I when it get down to the degree, like cause people I mean, I, I guess people listen to the show and they know, okay, we're not from New York. Um, so in my mind, when I'm when I'm thinking about Houston, like I feel like most people, like if I didn't stay here, just to be real, I don't think this is a city that I would want to come to and like party. Like I would want to go to New Orleans, or I want to go to Vegas or Miami, even though Miami is racist as shit. I mean, <laughs> it's I just I don't think Houston is just one of those cities that I think you, Houston can grow on you. But just to be real, like, if you really just think about H-Town as a whole, like, like for you, like, in the past year or two, like, how do you feel? Like, what is, what is your favorite thing about living in this city? Uh, I really don't. I, I think I like the accessibility to a lot of options. Like, I'm not limited to what I can do. Like, I could go to a soccer game. I could go to a baseball game, a basketball game. I don't even know if they still have a hockey team, but you know, could have possibly nah. went to a hockey team. Uh, you know, the rink is still up there. The Aerodome is. Yeah. So and then also like I, it's very culturally diverse. Very. So even even in Houston, I can go to Third Ward. I can go to Jersey Village. I can go to the Woodlands. Like just depending on on what atmosphere what I mean? that I want to be I around. Color change clicks. You know, ABN Coffee Brothers. Yeah. You, 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 and you can even go. You got SUC. You got Swisher House. You hear all those H Town, you know, those are all different H Town perspectives. It's not just it's not just like when you think of New York, even though you hear all those different boroughs, 
But when you hear a New York artist, it, it kind of feel like for the most part back then you kind of got the same thing. It was real lyrical, and it was it was it was it was it was lyrical and flashy. Yeah. Just for the, just to be real, that's when I think of most New York artists. That's what it was, and it was a lot of bravado and and, and my cheesemo in in New York artists. But I don't think that's even truly New York. I think if you go to New York, I think you're gonna see so much more, mm-hmm. and that's why I kind of I kind of hate what's how it's being represented now. But at the end of the day, I mean today. I guess it's fair to represent it like that. Cause from what I've seen, like just being out on the scene, like you say, you like the cultural diversity, but I think with me, when I when I when I step outside, I mean, knowing that I'm in Houston, I kind of feel like it's just automatic. Like it's go, it's a lot of Hispanics, obviously, you know, we in Texas, but then yeah, you got your blacks, you got your whites. The thing that kills me out here is with all this cultural diversity, when you want to actually go somewhere and enjoy a spot out here, it's so one sided. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you go to, you know, the Washington Strip, you know, on a Sunday, you know what you're going to get. Not in. That's what's wrong. <laughs> Not in. I, I mean, like, no, but no, on a Sunday when you got, like, like Fox Hollow and Social Junkie, it's catered to, to the niggas. It's catered to us. Mm-hmm. It is. It, this shit be packed, and it, but you're going to get us, though. But then when you try to go to Midtown, like, on a Saturday or Friday, you ain't getting in. No, you're not. Unless you got a snow bunny with you. You know, and then they still go tax you, they, uh, openly tax you at that. Yeah, and it's in like, man, if you can only just go back and just look at the shit niggas used to go through to get into kung fu, they were openly racist. I got, I've I've got denied getting into kung fu before, and now I just walk right in like. Oh, they, they it's not it's a waste of time now. They don't even want to do it now. I mean, no. but that's crazy because we're so diverse. I don't understand why when I go somewhere in the woodlands. It's, it, it's only four or five black people in there and everything else is like, it's almost like going to church out here. You know what, you know what I mean? <laughs> I know, I know you what go to mean. church out here, you, it don't matter mega church or not. Like, if you're going to a church, when you walk in, oh, this is a black church. When you walk, you know, I don't know if that's just typically south. I don't know if that's any, everywhere, but you go to a church out here in Houston, Texas, you better know if you're going to a black church, mixed church, or white church because shit to me could get real awkward. I think that's why a lot of people go to mega churches because your mega church is reality. It's realistic. Yeah. You go to Lakewood, you're seeing it. You're going to see everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like if you go to a, a, a church like in, in Acres Home, it's just it's just black people in there. Yeah. Like, that's just. You're going to stick out like a sore thumb if you're not black and you're going to be there all day. Yeah. Yeah. You might as well clock in because you're going to be there all day <laughs> and bring but, a lunch. That, but that kills me though. Like, it's like we are that diverse, but then we can't go somewhere. That's real diverse and actually have a good time. Like yeah, you can't to, you can't go somewhere and for to be so diverse, you can't go somewhere and still be diverse. That's you crazy. have to kind of pull away from that diversity and be like, well, I'm gonna go here as predominantly this with a little this sprinkled in. That that's insane to me. Like if you're in Vegas, what you gonna get? You're gonna get everything. Exactly. No matter where you go. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, maybe and, I just I just think and, the touristy and, part. And like when the times that I've been to New York. Even going out, you you get everything. everything. Whether, whether you're at the forty forty club or you're in this hole in the wall hippie joint place in Williamsburg, you're gonna get everything. Man, that's crazy. Now, I think I think that's, that's why I, that's why I love New York. I couldn't live there, but I could I could visit New York annually because you get everything. Because you get everything. You just Man. you just feel like you fit in. Out here, it's 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 real quick. It's, I can, you could feel like an outcast out here real easy. Like, and even then, with that being said. If I do go to a, a spot like in city center or something like that, and I'm trying to hang there, the the it, it feels like now I'm dealing with class. Even though I'm dealing with the diversity, if I go in there and I bump into a, a black female or something, she she look at me up and down like I'm not on her level. Mm-hmm. Like and once again, I don't know if that happens everywhere, but it's just like damn. Like now we got people out here that that, that forget that, that I'm I'm, a, I'm black, you black too. So what's the problem? Like. Can we, we 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 should all be able to just just hang without us looking at each other like, oh man, I came here, you know, just a party with the white folks. Like what the <laughs> fuck? Like I ruined your night because I'm a nigga. Like really? Yeah, you that, really, and that's how it be feeling out here. I'm sorry I ruined your night because I'm a nigga. That's oh, <laughs> I'm this, serious. That's like, what it is. You see, it, it's almost like it's so obvious to me, bro. Like if you go downtown this day in this day and age on a Saturday night or something, and you go out one, you know you're going out to a white, a predominantly white spot. The minute you see some black chicks in there, from my experience, oh, you might want to waste the time. She's not in there for you. She in there trying to find her. Uh, the, the whitest guy in there she can find that probably has on a, a bowling shirt, 
and some freaking New Balances on. You know, she's trying to. That's what it feels like because that's the vibe I get. But how do you? But but you being in that area, in that in that setting, do you think that black girl looks at you and be like, oh, he's in, he's in here for the snow bunny? Exactly. He's, he's in here for the. That's that, that's that's that's. What I'm pretty. I, I don't I don't give off that vibe, but at the same time, because I know when I go out, I'm trying to go out to have a good time. But I've experienced the side eye. I've experienced like if she ain't in there with a with a with some more with some more black dudes, then it's and if she's in there with a, with a couple of female friends. They knew where they were going to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like me, yeah, a lot of times when I get like, I don't even go out of it anymore. But a lot of times when I get pulled to these new spots, like I get pulled to these new spots. It's my first time, so I don't know what I'm getting to. I'm just hoping for diversity. But as I get in there and I see what's going you know, on, I, I get what I get, I'm like, I know what's going on here. Like my best bet is to hope that some some white girl finds, is curious. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> I'm just saying, that's just, that's just the reality of, of, a, of a black dude out there. So, I can see why a lot of these 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 clubs nowadays you got couples going in there because like I used to think that was crazy when you know going in there with with my girl or something like that going to a club but I kind of understand why people do that now because it's almost like you probably ain't finna find nothing over here because it, it's just like the Go DJ Awards most of these clubs in H Town they have they. They 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 debutants they they elitist groups. It's the same motherfuckers in there every week. And if you're not in a social circle, you're wasting your time. Yeah, I see it. I saw it for two or three years, and they just got to the point where you like, you know what? I'd rather just go to this bar over here and chill because them clubs ain't for me. The club scene out here to me is is garbage now. I I haven't I haven't been to the club since February. Sounds about right, and it's just kind of, and and at the club, it's kind of like, all right, um, when are we leaving? Real talk. Like, you want to go to the bar, post up, have, yeah, cool. But to for me, the club is just kind of like, <sighs> you gonna go first. Another thing, I can compare Austin to Houston. I'd rather party in Austin. I'd probably rather party in Dallas too, because out here, for one, you don't you you rarely ever get what you. you more bang for your buck out here. You gotta literally go somewhere that's like ducked off or oh, yeah. a spot that, you know, it's it's not a chain. It's not a chain bar or like something that's just like, you know what I'm saying? Like go to a go to a spot like the Monstars or something or go to Brooks Brooks Joint. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if you go to a spot out here that's popular, you are not finna get more bang for your buck. You finna get all hype and you're gonna be pissed the fuck off. Just I'm just being real. I mean, and any anybody that's listening that's from Houston, that's been in Houston, who's went out in Houston, they understand these things. I, I would hope so. If, I mean, if they don't, if they ain't feeling that, then they probably in denial. You know what I'm saying? In my, when, I, when I first even thought about this topic, I was I was sitting there thinking like, how do you feel about the uh, the dudes out here? Like, uh, now they should clearly, but like niggas you don't know. Like when you just out and about. Like, you know how they always be like, you know, some uh, local, you know, Southern hospitality shit. Do you get that from most dudes out here? No. And that's crazy, I, I It's like. I, I Well, not, not really, but occasionally you'll run into to that group that's just cool. But, like, I've we've ran into, like, got into altercations with people we didn't even know just on some random like just some hostility type stuff. It's, what is it's, it's, Yeah, it's just it's never been. Oh my bad, bro. Didn't mean to step. You know, it's never been no. It's like damn, why you bumping into me? It's it's nothing like oh my bad. You know, and that's the type of person I am. If I bump into you by accident, oh excuse me, my bad. You know, I'm not gonna just turn around and be beefed up with you because you I, I didn't see you. You know, I think logically most most of the time I can't most, say all most the time. Of time. Most if of the time sober, I think logically. Yeah. yeah. So so even in that same regard, how do you feel about the women out here? Have you gotten altercations with women? Not that I can remember, no, no, not so, that I can remember. So you think the women out here are more? Would you say they're more approachable, or would you say they sort of like? I mean, what would you say? I, I would say I'd say the women are more approachable. Yeah, it, it, I would crazy, say though. I would say the women are more approachable, but I would also say that guys, we really don't make that initiative step to approach them. Exactly, because let's just be real: the, the, the better a female look, more than likely. She's she's probably more intimidating to your average guy that's a, a shy dude. Yeah, because he probably looks at her as like she's way too cute to be single. Period. Exactly, you know, 
And once again, you're dealing with those social groups that if you if you if you're not a part of that social group, it's gonna be kind of hard to just approach somebody. But like me, I got to the point where I knew regulars. Like I could see a regular. I'm like that person looks like a regular. The, their their body language, the way they're the way they're laughing and enjoying themselves, that person like a regular. And you can spot a person that probably only gets out once every couple months. That's you me. Can, you, can, you can see me. You can see that. You can see you, me you can coming a mile right away. But let's just be honest. A majority. The majority of the people that you see out out here, whether it's a bar or a club or not, you're gonna get that. You're gonna a majority of that, that place is gonna be that social circle that everybody knows each other. It's like a fucking high school reunion or something. <laughs> so it's funny that you say the the women. And it's not like we're trying to approach dudes, but no. it's just crazy to me how bougie the niggas are out here. That that's crazy. Like, like they 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 instantly identify you as competition and not. Hey, it's just somebody else out here trying I to have they a, identify a, a, a as time. peons. Like if they don't know who we are, like it's like the 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 the, the minute one uh, like a group of dudes out here, I guess they feel like they somebody. Like it may be a dude that may be affiliated with somebody that's a local celebrity out here. So the minute he sees you, he's like, man, who are these niggas? Like it's never like like he's the mayor of this. Yeah, spot. I'm like, bro, like, what is you doing? Like, is you a hall monitor or something? What you trying? What you trying to check my pass? Like. That's how niggas are out here. Like, and I, I see a lot of that. Like, to me, a lot of these cats, man, they like in these social circles, I well I've noticed, I mean, I've observed, man, a lot of these cats, you know, probably like ex athletes, you know what I'm saying, probably playing for college, got their popularity, you know, probably like ex dope boys or something. But it's like it's all it's always a group of niggas hanging on to the past and like they gain their notoriety from that, and like they they stand around with they with they with they noses up. Mm-hmm. Like when I was growing up, it was the females doing that. Now it kind of feel like the females got more got more heart than the niggas, cause like the females just be out and about chilling. Like you know, hey, we were I'm with my homegirls, I'm dancing with my homegirls, and, and and like it's not like a female out here just gonna curve you for absolutely any no reason. You know, say if, if a female ain't interested in you, I think these females nowadays. I'm more blunt about it because I think these females nowadays are a lot more aggressive out here next time. Yeah, they want you. They gonna they gonna get you. You know, especially if they've identified you as a straight, b that you could possibly have something good going for you. Yep, because it's it's a lot of trash out there Man. on both sides of the fence. Both so sides of the Like you you just gotta start rolling that dice sometimes. And it's crazy where, but the thing is, like, well, you gotta realize where a lot of these women are rolling their dice. Like you rolling, you look look where you rolling your dice at. Yeah, this is true. I mean, is, is you playing? Are you on the crap table, or are you just rolling by the gutter? <laughs> just saying, though. You know, and like, I, I honestly, I feel sorry for women nowadays, especially uh, a Houston women. And I ain't just putting them up on the pedestal like they just the best. But in reality, I kind of see what I see what they see because mm-hmm. it's just like I've never I've never seen so many fuckboys just one rampant in one city. Like it's just crazy because I just feel like a lot of them are just a lot of them just chumps. Yeah, I, I agree. It's, and it's crazy. Like they kill the vibe. I, I I agree. I've seen a lot of women deal with chumps, and you identify this chump, and you still deal with this chump, and you just start making excuses. And I think when you start making excuses for the person you're with, you're already messing up. Yep. You don't need to make no excuse. And these people, they be knowing these dudes. They bad. know. They know. You know he's no good. But they hang on. I don't know. I don't know what they hang on to. I don't know. I, I guess that's a question that we should say for the Venus and Mars episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true. I mean, they, I, I, I would hope that they would know more than us. I, I would I would hope we could I'm get just, some women in here. I'm just outside looking in. Like I said, I ain't, I'm not better than these dudes. I just feel like I can't relate to them. That's why I done fell back so much because I feel like I go out and it's the vibe, the energy not right. I don't, I don't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why when you find people that you can hang around with in Houston nowadays, it's like, if they, if, as long as they're not like them niggas, yeah. I, I can fuck with y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, y'all, y'all don't remind me of them niggas. I can fuck with y'all. Like, y'all not, y'all don't be out flexing and y'all broke. Like, it's a lot of that shit going on, you know? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of flex, broke flexing going on and it's a lot of, of people Getting caught into situations and then backing out of them like they never, 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 never did that. They never were a part of that situation. And this, this specifically takes us out of Houston. You and think it, so? It takes. Take, I mean, it's a part of Houston, but this example here yeah. takes us out of Houston, and it takes us to wherever the fuck Taylor Swift is from. Probably California. 
I, 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 she I, I, born in Hollywood. See me, I'm thinking she's like a Tennessee. Kinda, you want to believe that? I, I never identify her as a country music I, singer. I, oh no, definitely I not. Like, a country. I feel like that was so unfair to country music. I feel like they forced her onto that genre just so she could take it over and make a name for her because that that genre was dying. See, I don't, I don't, I don't take her as a country music singer, but I take her as country. I th- I think that's that's what it what it is like. She's just to me country. She's from Reading, Pennsylvania. So, or born in Reading, Pennsylvania. So, I mean, I don't know how country Pennsylvania is. I've never been to Pennsylvania. But a little backstory here: Kanye has a song on his album "The Life of Pablo" called "Famous," where he says that. Him and Taylor Swift might still have sex because he made that bitch famous. Taylor Swift hates that he said this about her, basically. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift is just so hurt that Kanye said this about her. She doesn't know why he would attack her. This, that, and the other. She wins a Grammy. She makes a speech about how people will come try to tear you down and how you need to stay strong and all this other stuff. Then, as early as this week, Kim Kardashian puts out a Snapchat video of Kanye West on the phone talking to Taylor Swift about what we must assume is this alleged lyric. Simply because we don't hear him say the lyric to her, but we do hear her confirming that she appreciates him giving her the heads up and that he should use whatever lyric that he wants that fits into the song. And she appreciates and respects him for taking the time out to call her because he didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So my thoughts is, who's lying? She, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty clear that, that Taylor, like the, the funny thing about the situation to me, I never knew that she denied, like, you know, basically saying like she didn't get give them the heads up. Like I never heard her say, "I never get, was given a heads up about the lyrics that were being used." Mm-hmm. I never heard that. That's why I was kind of confused about the situation. I was like, and, I, and I'm still confused. I was like, what was the point of recording it? Like, I just felt like that was like. Well, I I think it ended up being recorded as in you know. Cause this song Kanye, came out a long time ago, right? Yeah, the album came out like the beginning of the year, so. You know, Kim Kardashian, Kanye's wife, she's in she's where Kanye's at and Kim brings cameras with her because she does her own reality show. Yeah, that's so cool, I'm, that's cool. I'm sure it's on tape. You know, that's why I think yeah. it was recorded. I don't I don't think it was designed to record Taylor, you know. But at the same time, per their beef that they've had since two thousand nine, you know, to hear Kanye West and Taylor Swift talking to each other or stuff like that, it's kinda of, it's still in popular culture, it's still relevant. The funny thing about the whole situation is, if you really look at it from 2009 to now, I mean, in 2009, who was the bad guy? Kanye, definitely the bad guy. And then up until now, it's like, it's almost like you you sat out like six, seven years, and you really wanted to get out of that 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 bad guy shadow. Like I feel, I kind of feel like it was almost, and like I'm not taking nobody's sides on this, but I just really feel like what's the energy behind going through all that to tear a, a 25, 26-year-old girl down. Again. Why? No reason. Like, y'all like y'all damn near 40, bro. Like, I, like don't get me wrong. I, I respect them. Like, I'm not a celebrity. They're all, to me, they're all fucking weird anyway. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, this girl, she's a, she's a little white girl. And everybody knows something's wrong with her. She's on a different penis every year. She's, she, she can't keep a man. Something's wrong with she her. She can't keep a man. That's obvious. Something's wrong with her. She loves playing the victim. Like, America right now, they thrive off being the victim. The minute you become the victim in America, that's when you begin to get your way in America. I mean, you I hate to say this, but up down to Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, all that shit, all that shit is victimhood. All that shit is people saying, oh, look at me, I'm the hurt one. Mm-hmm. I'm the hurt one. Cater to me. Give me a privilege. Everybody wants to be the one that's privileged and getting some type of rub on the back, rub my feet, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I can't feed myself. Like, real talk, we know who Taylor Swift is. If you open your mind up, and I didn't need that video yeah. to know that she's 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 a lying, privileged white woman. I didn't need that. I don't listen to her music. But at the end of the day, what sane woman 
what woman of of true moral fortitude actually is on a different man every six to nine months and talking shit about him afterwards? Like, can't you walk away from a relationship in a respectable fashion? Because when she talks shit about them, she makes, makes millions. Bank. But at the same time, she can bounce back from this. This is a doubt. America has a short, a short term memory, bro. Two, three months from now, dog, she could drop a hit. Everybody done forgot. So my thing is, focus on the art. Kanye, focus on the art. You were drunk off Hennessy. You was grabbing Amber ass that night. You was turned up. You was feeling good. You 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 embarrassed that young lady. To, I, I'm not on the shit. Kanye made Taylor Swift famous bandwagon. If that was the case, she wouldn't have won that award. Yeah, she was already, she was already famous. famous. She was already famous. <laughs> so Kanye, you, you, shit, like maybe the black I don't, community. I don't even know if you boosted her stock, really. No, you really you just, probably just hurt you yourself. Moved, you hurt yourself. That's it. And for, from 2009 to 2016, you've been doing everything to redeem yourself. Yeah, you're I still mean, the bad guy. You're still the, you're now, still LeBron today, in Miami. Yeah, and now today. Taylor Swift is, is Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, she should have been the bad guy because after the third or fourth guy she tore down to make an album, to sell albums, she should have been the bad guy. Yeah. I I look at it like this. Like, I'm not here to say who's bad, who's good. I'm just here to say, like, if if somebody's lying, clear it up. Like, Taylor Swift, say, why, why, well, why did Kanye call you if he wasn't t- talking to you about this lyric? Like if you 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 put that out there, oh well, Kanye called me to make sure that I got the flowers that he sent me. Mm-hmm. Okay, then that explains it. You have yet to come out and say, well, he called me for whatever reason it is. That now to me that was that's what makes you a liar. Like if if it's like, whoa, no, what y'all see on the internet is not true. This is what it is. You know, say that. Like stand up for yourself. I have no problem with you standing up for yourself. What did she say? She hasn't said anything. It's just she's she just said you know I don't want to be caught up in all this mess. You know I think you know that it was very disrespectful. I think you just need to respect me and stuff like that. But it's not saying well why did this happen? What is this conversation about? What is this phone call about? Like that's all you got to say. What is this phone call about? He called me for this reason. Okay, cool. So if you can say he called you for this reason, we can listen to this phone call conversation and get the context out of that. Then we can understand it. But for you to dodge it or not even just confront it, I'm not going to say dodge it because I don't know if anybody's asked her that. I'm pretty sure somebody has. But for you to just, instead of just coming out and saying, no, nah, that ain't how it happened. This is how it happens. Now I'm thinking you're a liar because you're not just saying, okay, this is what happened. You're just saying, no, no, I, I didn't give him permission to call me a bitch. Well, okay, you didn't give him permission. But if he told you just the lyrics and you said it was cool, to me, that's permission. What about the video where, where he was fornicating with him? I don't know. I, I haven't seen the video. It just looks really weird to me yeah, to I, have, like, 16. Yeah, like, it was it was an orgy or whatever. Wax figures or whatever those were just laid they out. They were, there. like, animatronics or some shit. Like, they were actually moving and, like, yeah. grinding on each other. And she was in that video. I mean, nobody, only person Wait, that Wait, was she in that video or was it just, like. It was her body. What's her body though? I'm just saying, but she did she have a problem with that? Cause Chris, at least Chris Brown said so. Yeah, Chris Brown did say something. Everybody else just seemed like that was fine with it. Nobody else cared. That, I think that's what it was. Nobody that's, else cared. And that's and that's that's kind but of just to my point. That the victim always cares. That way, that's that's true. And it's almost like Kanye. Kanye is getting Kanye is a dope artist. The dude's a fucking genius. We all know that. Understandable, but. Let's just be real. The dude is is, is taking, he's he's going away from hip hop. Yeah. He's starting to become, he he started to become a dude that should just get a reality TV show. Just being real. I think he's just too boring for reality TV. Maybe, maybe, but something the music is not there no more. Like you're not hearing his name with music no more. It's he's doing pop up shows, dramatic pop up shows. But you're not really thinking about the music. You're just he, thinking about more, the fact that I'm trying he's to sell being these dramatic. clothes. I'm trying yeah, to yeah, it's it, it, and I'm starting these fashion he's at fashion shows in the front seat. It's Kim Kardashian's his wife. I'm just saying, like it's what what he, what what in all honesty, how long did that last Kanye album really? How long did that really sit? afloat? Like that? How long did that really carry the weight? And like niggas was like, man, that Kanye, that Kanye. Until views came out, that views has been going for a while. Even the coloring book to me had more. You know, I, I think, like I said, coloring book's the best thing that I've heard this year. And like it was Kanye's album, then everybody's waiting on views. Views came out to me. Views was disappointing to some people. It hit right where it wanted mm-hmm. to. And then then, then coloring book came out. Yeah, yeah lemonade. Lemonade views traction, came out about like, the same time. 
Other than that, I mean, I feel like the Kanye album just kind of faded to the back. But the thing is, college dropout Kanye was Kanye. Uh, graduation Kanye, late registration Kanye. Then you get to this new artistic Kanye when you can tell he's not even writing his lyrics anymore. I know. You're just, you're just, you know, you got, you got all these people sounding good music. You're taking bits and pieces from these yep. people. It's kind of like, it's almost like hearing Dr. Dre. Almost. It's almost like hearing yeah. Dr. Dre. You might've made the beat and everything, but these are pushing T bars. <laughs> like, Real talk. Like these are pushing T bars. He's all Travis Scott right now. Yeah. He's been Travis Scott probably for like the past two, two and a half, three years. Amber Rose called him out on that. Yeah. Said, you know, she was like, you ain't writing your shit no more. Like it's Travis Scott. I mean, and if that's what you want to do, whatever. That's fine, but but you, you you like you said, it's going away from the music. You're, you're going away from what you're known for. At least at least when you're hearing Jay Z now, he's dropping dope bars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it, just to be real, Kanye and Schoolboy Q got they got the hardest song on the radio right now. Yeah, that jam. besides the uh, Chris Brown and Fifty Cent for me. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I don't. Need, I st- it's still not. You don't. You still not hearing people saying that nigga Kanye going off. Yeah. It's just like. Really, it's like what the when, when the last doing? when the last time Kanye killed something like that Diamonds remix, yeah. that Rihanna Diamonds remix, that that feature no. on that Carrie Hilson joint. Like when was the last time you just like when he killed Run This Town? Like when you got on the track and you killed Jay Z on this Run the Town? Like when was the last time Kanye just killed something? It didn't happen. No, that that was oh eight oh nine. I think the last time he really killed someone probably Otis. Yeah. That and that was what five six years ago. Yeah, that was like two thousand eleven. I mean, just being real. So, I, I can't respect the nigga that, that 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 gets away from the music when that's why I, that's I know what got you here. That's what, what got you. Here. That's what brought you to the dance. And now you like a high school kid involved in mess. Music music brought you to the dance, and now you want to join the swim team. Like I don't get it. I don't get it. It's it's sad, but yeah, I, I feel you. And, and that's but that's modern. That's that's starting to be modern day America, man. Modern day America is starting to thrive off pettiness, though. Like they think that petty shit cool, like. Like I don't, I don't, I laugh at the petty shit, but I don't find this shit entertaining. You know what I'm saying? I see it, I'm like, ah, oh, they crazy. But I don't find that shit entertaining because this petty shit, like people are literally looking. They 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 want the pettiness at an all time high. They're trying to crown somebody as the petty queen or the petty king. Like you know what I'm saying? Every time that there's a petty moment, people are like they're waiting in line for it. That's the modern day America yeah. right now. Wait, waiting to be petty. Is that, is I'm, I'm, waiting, day, I'm waiting to put all these snakes under your Instagram. Yeah, is that, is that modern day black, you know, African America? Is it everybody? I don't know. But I, 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 think, I think it's a technology age. It's, it's a technology age. It's petty because along well, to me with pettiness, I think pettiness right now today, I could say it's synonymous with, with being a coward. Because at the end of the day, all that petty shit you're doing, you wouldn't do it in that man's face. No, absolutely not. You can put snakes all under uh Chris Brown shit or whoever shit you want to put it down put it under. Go see him though. You ain't gonna see him. No. You're not. You just gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna viral Snapchat some shit and talk noise and, and guess what? We're gonna have another D'Angelo Russell situation where everybody done forgot what he did already. Yeah. Now now he's at, at summer league with ice in his veins again. Yeah. And you think he's the future of it's the America. franchise. It's America. Technology is not here for you. To to to, technology is here for you nowadays to enjoy that moment. It's not. It's like niggas are not using technology till it's it's full capacity. Niggas are niggas are only using technology just for for mere entertainment for twenty four to seventy two hour period, and then they reset again and they put more garbage into them. My mom always used to tell me garbage in, garbage out. Always. So it's like if you're constantly letting that shit run your life. We said this about the third week in a row. We didn't say this shit. If you ain't disconnected from time to time, then you finna be just like these motherfuckers out here that's forgetting shit every two or three days. I'm like, I ain't gonna forget what D'Angelo Russell did. Was yeah. I mad at what D'Angelo Russell did? I was fucking, I was, I was mad. I was confused as shit. I'm like, it made no sense. But then, but then at the end of the day, guess what happens? He, he really, when you look at him, he was the good guy. Look at Nick Young now. He really was just, he really was giving Iggy a heads up. Yeah. If Iggy was your partner, wouldn't you want her to know that he was he was messing with a fuck boy? Yeah, but but at the same time, D'Angelo, his that. alliance is to Nick. You say what? I say his his alliance is to Nick. Yeah, true, true. But it's just it, 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 what I'm looking at. It's like, damn, D'Angelo Russell really didn't do nothing all that bad. Cause Nick, what, Nick Young, is you really bad? You, you, 
You got you, you, you got you got exposed for doing what you've been doing. That's yeah. it. You just mad because you got exposed. That's, That's it. it. You only mad because so, you got caught. You damn near ruined this man's reputation when he really did something that was dumb, but he wasn't trying to damage you. No. It ain't like he was trying to go knock down Iggy. He was just being he a childish. He, he, he might have been trying to go knock down Iggy. He probably was. Yeah, I don't. He know. probably was. But he was being a, a, a millennial on Snapchat, and these young niggas on Snapchat nowadays, you gotta watch them. That they they doing it for likes and views. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, that's modern day America. Hey, we just living in it. So, you been keeping up with the Republican National Convention? Oh man, it's it's funny to me the way, once again. Social media like to make shit seem one way when it's really not. It really it, what Melania did when, to me. It was it was some dumb shit, but I look at Melania like I've been looking at her like first of all. I know you're probably a mail order bride. I know you probably <laughs> used to be in Playboys. You're just in this situation because Donald Trump ran out of women to 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 fap on and. <laughs> Now he, he has you and he's been with you for all these years. He couldn't, he couldn't talk any other woman in America into signing that prenup. No, nah, he couldn't. He couldn't because... And man, then you got your own money. Yeah. And then it's like, we have you now. You're basically... You're going to do whatever... whatever. You're basically in a situation like this. Melania really needs to just shut up, follow her husband around, spend his money, <laughs> enjoy life, Continue to shut up and hope he doesn't get elected for president. Because if he gets elected for president, we're really finna put your intelligence to the test. Oh, yeah. And right now, you don't look smart. Because I don't care about her speech. Because none of these people are writing their speeches. Obama don't write his speeches. Michelle don't write her speeches. Clinton didn't write his speeches. They don't write their speeches. No. I don't know who the last person there was that probably wrote their speech. Maybe they write... Some some parts of their speech, but let's just be real. They're not fucking story writers. They not. You mad at you mad at Melania, but you're not mad at Drake for quitting Miller. Mm. Like, come on, man. What's the deal? Mm, I never thought of it like that. Like, like you you mad at these? You you're not mad at at, at Beyonce? And ninety five percent of her album was was damn probably written by me. I'm just saying, bro. Like you, Beyonce did have seventy plus people on one come track. On, like, no, like, 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 let's just be real here. What are you, what are you really, you just trying to search for something to be petty about? You just want to be petty about something. She, yeah, she, she took some of Michelle's shit. Half y'all motherfuckers didn't even remember that goddamn speech. You got to say more than half because I also <laughs> didn't remember I, I didn't, I didn't remember that speech, nor did I care about I don't, it. I didn't remember that, that speech. I didn't remember that, that convention. Let's just be real. You, you talk, think about that speech. Think about that speech. What did that speech change? It changed nothing. It changed not a damn thing. The thing that the thing that that gets me is people was like before they even went to the plagiarizing thing. They was like, "Oh, we expected her to say something more heartfelt and and kind of you know, ex- kind of show the relationship that she has with her husband and and I, we really don't feel like she she reached out and she touched the hearts of America and kind of sold herself or anything like that. Okay, you say that, but if if she plagiarized that um speech, then um then you're saying um that Michelle didn't do that either. Basically, if it's, if you're saying that that those seven par- passages from from speech to speech didn't really reach out and touch the American people and show a link to them, then you're saying Michelle didn't do the same thing either when she made her speech. She ended up being the first lady, and 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 Mrs. Trump. If we're gonna talk about her being this model and everything, and how she was half naked, I seen Fifty Cent put the Instagram post yeah. up talking about you know oh we can't have a porn star for the first lady. Y'all better Google Jackie O. Oh, they better Google Jackie O. You better Google Jackie O. Jackie O was out there. I'm not saying Jackie O was a porn star, but But I'm saying Jackie O was out there. I know why she did it, though. I'm just saying. Jackie O, they they was trying to helm her as the the most beautiful first lady, but you kind of got to give it to Michelle now just because she just, she got that black don't crack quality to it, but. She do got that black don't crack. Yeah, you know, but at the same time, bro, it's just, it's just, it's people searching for pettiness, man. At the end of the at the end of the day, this is this is this is petty Murphy. This is this is petty monster. This is petty Kruger. This is the pettiness on top of the pettiness on top of the pettiness, and that's that's what we live for in this day and age. It's just pettiness. We live for the petty. 
You that's, you that's live sad. and die by the pig. Oh, that is so sad. It's just like eventually you got to get bored with it. It's, you're just gonna be sitting there like, you know what? Just like like I told you, you were telling me about the other shooting that happened in Miami. Like I I didn't want to be disrespectful to them. You know, God bless his soul, but I'm oh, like, well, the guy that got shot, he was just injured. Okay, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't death this time. Okay, okay. See, I'm just letting you know. I, yeah. I'm not paying attention to it no more. It's like y'all better hope. That that Blue Lives Matter bill don't pass. Y'all better hope that that Black Lives Matter movement, if this terrorist label is just temporary and they just bullshit y'all. Because yeah. I'm telling you right now, it's gonna get to the point where you, if you have a BLM shirt on, it's gonna be the, it's gonna be just like walking around Germany with a swastika on. Yeah. You don't want that. And you got and 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 both of those passing is so monumental how they affect each other because it goes from okay let's say black Lives matter is made a terrorist organization and then the blue lives matter passes and then killing a cop is becomes a hate crime so anytime you're into an altercation with the cop and he gets injured this is automatically a hate crime when you're the person that's actually being hated. You're the person that's actually being haunted. <laughs> they didn't reverse it on you. They didn't reverse it on you because you've been out here doing some dumb shit. Dumb shit. You, you're riding. You're looting. You're you're when when police officers are getting killed, you're celebrating it. That's not nothing to celebrate. That's of nothing course. to celebrate. A death is a death. A that's, death that shit ain't cool, man. Like like that's why I I like to see the ones where like oh well there, it was a Black Lives Matter um, protest that ended up being a cookout with the police. I like to see that. Because it's bringing attention. It's like, hey, we're not here. We're just out here bringing attention. You know, I didn't come in here to harm you. I know you're not here to harm me. That's it. They just want to be petty. But they just want to be petty. <laughs> they want to be petty, man. They want to actually sit here and try to convince me that killing a police officer is justifiable. Motherfucker, two wrongs don't make a right. It don't. When it, when it's, once again, what when you're, you're in a situation... And you're like, you're arguing with somebody. And then, you know what? You, you sit there, you know what? I'm going to be the bigger person. And then sometimes every now and then you have that asshole that's like, oh, you be the bigger person. I'm going to stay the small person. And I'm going to be petty. Yeah, I'm going to be That's petty. what we're dealing with right now. We're dealing with that we're trying to be the big person. And you rather be small because you want that temporary feeling of That boost of shit. ego. That, that, that's all a boost of ego. It's like, why? Cause you're gonna get your ass slapped. <laughs> like real talk. Like you either gonna get your ass slapped or you're gonna get your ass shot. And I'm pretty sure you don't wanna get shot. No, you don't wanna get shot. I don't wanna get shot. A little bit off topic here. I just I have a question that's something that bothered me. Okay. Besides the fact that this this Sonic slushy is fucking delicious. Uh <laughs> why the hell does Ezekiel Elliott have the number one seller jersey in the NFL? Because he's a motherfucking Dallas Cowboy. I that's, knew he was going to say that's why, Because he's a motherfucking shit. Dallas Cowboy. It makes absolutely no sense. He's, I mean, I don't remember him being that standout in college. <laughs> he he he's, one game. He's not LeBron James. He's not. He's not, I, don't, I don't know any highly, highly talented. They talk about Adrian Peterson. I'm like, do not. Don't do that boy like don't that. Don't do that shit. Don't do that boy. Because like right that. now, to me, Gurley is the next up and coming running back. Girl, girl is a beast. Ezekiel, bro, I'm sorry. It's kind of it's a maybe maybe the pressure. He's gonna he's gonna want to live up to it. But right now, the dude wasn't even in shape. But the thing is, with the cowboy system, anybody can look like a rock star because he's gonna, especially in the running back position, because he's gonna get a bunch of carries, and then you have Des Bryant out there. That he's gonna get a lot of attention, mm-hmm. and so with that, you're gonna get these bunch of carries. Yeah, the best offensive line in the field. Just like, just like made Demarco Murray look like a superstar, and then he goes to the Eagles and he's a shell of himself. Yep, he's gonna do the same thing with Tennessee. Yeah, you can in the in the system the Cowboys got, you can make him look like a rock star. Okay. okay. So, but yeah, number one selling jersey. I think that just is a testament of how many people are Cowboys fans. That's it. America's team. That, that's all that is. And I don't he, know. Still, I, I hope he's fucking awesome. He, he better be. That's what I hope. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that Dak Prescott get to throw the ball to him. I like Dak Prescott. Well, I mean, I'm hoping Tony Romo don't get hurt. Oh, yeah. Tony, but, Tony's going to die by game six. He's going to be dead. I'm hoping I'm hoping Dak Prescott's that dude that I, I – I watched a few of his games. I like Dak Prescott. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but on that subject still, like, you know how people be talking about Pokemon Go? I'm not gonna lie. I've been playing Pokemon. Go. That's cool. I've been playing. But was you know what's funny? 
I had seen a meme where it was like, you got people out here talking about Pokemon Go, but in a couple weeks, they're going to be in fantasy drafts. This is true, yeah. So and I'm like, that is that grown me. Like, like I, like I said in um some words of advice when I said, you know, when you line up for Jordans, don't feel bad because people line up for iPhones. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna need help with that fantasy draft, by the way. This time, uh, oh, I, I'm not trying to come in six or fifth place. I got, I got a whole depth chart. I'll show you when the show's over. For real? Yeah, yeah. I got a chart. We put money on this shit. This I got year. a chart. <laughs> yeah, well, it's gonna go down this year. And uh, I know we, we run out of time, but you know what happened with uh, Charlotte? Oh, Charlotte. Um, for those that don't know, Charlotte's supposed to be hosting the NBA All Star Game for 2017. Not anymore. Not anymore. The NBA decided to pull because they did the the ruling on the transgender bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Like I think Charlotte said it was okay that you can. No, they're against it. Oh, they're against North it. North Carolina okay. is... Okay, that's what it is. They're, they're against <laughs> they're it. They're very conservative. They're against it, and so the NBA thinks it's a bad look to continue to have the All-Star. Frankly, Charlotte, North Carolina didn't want the All-Star game anyway. Nah. They didn't want it. Nah. So this just helps further them move I got, the I got, game I got people in Charlotte. Like, Charlotte, it, it has your black people out there, but Charlotte is a lot like... Uh, I would say it's a lot like being like in... In, in Alabama, somewhere like one of those cities in Alabama, real conservative. Like, it's real conservative to the point where it's it's people there that probably on some real shit. Like if you come in the yard, they gonna shoot you for being black. And they gonna let you know they got Confederate flags out there. Like it's it's real racist out there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's 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 2016, so the black people out there, they still they still able to, to make it. But Car- the Carolinas is is racist to the motherfucker out there, bro. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, like the All Star Game, the NBA All Star Game is out of there. It's going to be New, New York, Orleans. Chicago, New Orleans. Did they decide on I New think Orleans? I'm, New Orleans, you could do anything in New Orleans on the wheel. You, it needs to be in New Orleans because the game is held in February. Nobody wants to be in New York in February. It's cold as shit. Nobody wants to be in Chicago in February. Nah, it's cold as shit. So you got to be in New yeah. Orleans. Fe- February cold. It ain't no, it ain't cold like up there. It's yeah. gonna be snowing up there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I understand the NBA and the NFL both trying to do. Um, All Star Games and Super Bowls in these northern climates, but hey, mm-hmm. that's just just that's just the time of the year, B. It might well have Super Bowl in Hawaii. You just can't do it. That's just, that's just the time of the year. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't want to be going to the Super Bowl in Minnesota. Nah, nah, not in February. Who you got? For, who you got winning besides Cowboys? Uh, besides Cowboys, um. And by, by the way, folks, we will have our NFL shows, and I'm not even the biggest NFL fan, but it's just something that we're just gonna have to talk about because. I think it's gonna be an interesting season. I don't know. I don't have. I don't have an NFL team pick. I, I like. I like Green Bay with Jordy Nelson coming back, giving mm-hmm. and Eddie Lacy losing a lot of weight. You know, mm-hmm. I I trust Aaron Rodgers, so I think I'm gonna go Green Bay. Okay. And, and just, that's just off the cuff. And the Cowboys. Now nah, they're in the same conference, so they both can't make it. So. I'm saying, but you still got the Cowboys. I still, I still got the, yeah. I got the Cowboys first. Yeah. Okay. You know? Okay. I'm thinking uh, Wish Colts thinking. Minnesota. Really, Colts. Mm-hmm. I think. I think. I think the NFL's rigged. <laughs> I use your current voice. And I think uh, I think he sacrificed himself for Peyton Manning to win the Super Bowl last year. Through his through his sword. I think I think I think they just got it lined up to where he's gonna win. Oh. It's it's gonna be his lead. I think and I, I personally I feel sorry for the Texans man because I'm really worried about the fact that a Super Bowl winning team a Super Bowl winning team in your opinion is a smart team. They they had everything it took. You know it takes to, to get I, the job done. I right? think John Elway's a smart guy. He let Brock Osweiler go for a reason. He let him go for a reason. There was something that he didn't see in him to make him the starting quarterback of a Super Bowl team. I pray for the Texans. I might actually go see a game this year. Uh, if I can get in for the low. Like, uh, like, so like, Groupon group like, got some tickets already for the low. Like I said, I have nothing against the Texans. I watch mm. the Texans every Sunday like I watch the Cowboys every Sunday. But when you make me pick between the two, oh, yeah, yeah. you know where my allegiance lies. Oh, yeah. I can respect that. Well, we done ran over. Yeah, words of advice. It happens. Um, my words of advice for this year, this year, or tonight, this <laughs> week. So. You know. Oh and, yeah, no. Well, first, first, on my bad. Uh, we'll we'll be off next week because uh, for personal reasons. But uh, but e- but either way, we're off next week for none of your goddamn business. <laughs> That's what he wanted to say. <laughs> but but we'll be back the week after, and we'll be prepared for a big show, which is titled. A big show. Don't, don't even work. <laughs> look, look, I'm telling you motherfuckers too much anyways. Yeah, we really are. We really are. But yeah, we'll be back first week of August. So you'll get a break from us, you know, physically. But we'll still be alive and popping on social media like we have. And things will change. But we'll be back. And um, 
Now we can get back to words of advice. Oh, yeah. My words of advice for this week. Um, they can't deny the win if you run the score up. So, if you're going to win, win big. That's it. Short and sweet. That's all I got. I like that. Uh, I think I, I posted mine. Everything you are now will decompose after you die. Why so much pride, so much greed, so much evil, so much ego? For what? For what? <laughs> like, I see it every day. Like, get this. This by no means is not saying saying settle for less. But at the same time, fight for shit that matters. A lot of shit that y'all be worried about is 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 so materialistic nowadays. It's getting annoying. And you fail to realize you can't take that shit with you. That's it. No, we can't take it with you. But you can take this with you if you download it on iTunes and SoundCloud. But you already knew that. Damn and you right. also know what point it is. This is where we say this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?